Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn people back to dust, saying, return to dust, you mortals. A thousand years in your sight is like a day that has just gone by, or like a watch in the night. Yet you sweep people away in the sleep of death, and they are like the new grass of the morning. In the morning it springs up new, but by evening it's dry and withered. Teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. May the favor of the Lord our God rest upon us, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Let's pray. We hear the words of Moses in this psalm. He wrote this psalm as a person who knew you, God, who knew about being 40 years in a palace and 40 years in the backside of the desert and then 40 years leading a people around and around and around. And he knew that there were things that just started from dust and ended in dust. He knew that unless you taught him to number his days, he'd just take up space on the earth. He knew, God, that unless you established the work of his hands, it would not endure. And so today, God, we teach with your word, asking that you would help us to number our days. Asking that you would help us, God, remember that you bring the sun up and you cause it to set. And that, God, a life that is found in you is not wasted. A life that is established and rooted and grounded is not wasted. So I pray today, God, that we would be sobered up by your word and that we would enjoy the hope that is there for us as the people of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. You can be seated. That um, video by Lecrae just really captured us this week in our staff meeting. And we just said, I don't want to waste my life. How about you? I do not want to waste my life. You know, we, we thought this summer, how could we go into the summer, you know? Could we just do some fun talks? Like, let's just have some fun. And then, of course, Jesus shows up and says, I want to help keep teaching people to number their days. You know, because there is something really important about a person who knows that the sun rises and sets because of God, and that the first breath and the last, the bookends of our lives, happen because God created us. And that I love in the scripture, Psalm 90, it says, you know, from everlasting to everlasting. Can you say that? Everlasting to everlasting. It is not your birth date to your death date. If that's it, everything is meaningless, right? You just are born, you do some time on the earth, you have some good times, you have some bad times, you might get married, you might have kids, you might not, you might be single, you might be uh, an owner of a business, but here's the reality. If your life is about your birth date to your death date, let's all go home. But it is from everlasting to everlasting 
This is what God is teaching us when we're reading the scripture, that there is something bigger than us, that we're living for something bigger than our birthday, right? And so when we thought about not wasting our summer, you know, the word waste, to fail or neglect to use, to waste an opportunity, we started to think about all the things that we waste. And, you know, maybe we don't have any wasters in the room, but just fill in the blank. Finish this sentence. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your life. Don't waste your, huh? Money. Don't waste your opportunity. Don't waste your talents. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your, huh? Breath. That's a famous one, isn't it? Just don't even waste your breath right? And so some pastors, sometimes they feel like they just shouldn't even waste their breath. But here's the reality. If it's about what I see in the temporal, I'll never waste my breath. But it's from everlasting to everlasting. And the word of the Lord is established in us. You know, I'm so grateful. I called Don yesterday. I said, could you rewrite that song to to match the minutes of summer from the beginning of summer to the end of summer? So there it is. 130. 36,900 minutes. That's what you got this summer. And, you know, I don't even know if I have all that, but, but that's the plan, is that this summer I've got, I've got some plans. And, and I love having plans. I love, you know, um, years ago uh, someone who was a mentor to us said to me, you know, Claire, why don't you read um, Tom Clancy's book on prayer? You guys know who Tom Clancy is? Is that his name? He, yeah, anyway, he has never written a book on prayer. It's like, you know, it's, it's fantasy. It's like, Claire, check out and do something that is just a little less serious, would you please? And so, I don't know, maybe you have a book in mind this summer. Maybe you have a day at the beach plan. Maybe you think you want to take an educational vacation where you want to go learn and, and discover. I, I know uh, Sean and Kathleen and, and, uh, and some of their kids are going to someplace with narrows and, you know, big mountains, and they're going to walk around and get crazy, and, and uh, they're, all, they're working out, getting ready to go, because they're, they're old now, and they got to do that. And so, you know, what are you planning to do? What are you planning to do this year? What are you planning? How are you planning to not waste your summer? How are you planning not to waste your life? Who are the people you want to be with? How are you going to show up this summer? And so, you know, making space for fun things is really good. But I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but at the end of the summer, have you ever said, what happened to summer? Has that ever happened to you? Yeah. And, and have you, do you remember when you were a little kid how long it took for you to get to summer vacation? Like, when is it going to be summer? And then you get old and time really moves a lot faster. And by the way, there is scientific data behind that, so look it up. The older you get, it really does go faster, and there's a reason behind that. So you can check that out on your own. But here's the reality of it, is that when we were young, we were always feeling like it was taking too long. And then the older you get, you're like... Is it Christmas again? I swear I just paid off my credit card. So there is this way to say we want to be in these 136,900 minutes this summer. Job, you know, he, he was a great guy, but boy, did he say some things to sober us up. He said, my days are swifter than a runner, and they fly away without a glimpse of joy. 
He's saying, my days are going so fast, and I'm unhappy. In fact, I don't know if you know this, but deathclock.com, don't look it up right now. It's actually pretty, don't even use it. But it can actually tell you when you're going to die based on the data of your life. I'm pretty sure they can't tell you the exact day, but it's called the Internet's friendly reminder that life is slipping away. So you go in there, you say how tall you are, how wide you are, you say what you eat, you say what you do, and it'll actually say, yeah, you probably got about 136,000, you know, 27 seconds left or something like that. So don't do it. But I'm just saying people want to know how long they have. Like how long? How long do I have? Because if I don't have that long, I'm going to do everything because who cares if you die with big debt and if you're going to die this year, right? So why am I saving? And, and, and so if we live from birth date to death date, we are not living. But if we live from everlasting to everlasting, we find life. We don't want to waste our life. We don't want to run out of time. We want to live in the beauty of this Time. And so my, um, my most favorite person on the planet is going to come up and help me with something that's called first things first make, um, you know, if, if first things, they make last things guilt-free, or we could actually call it priorities make playtime possible. So um, just, you know, you, you may have seen this particular illustration before. In fact, I think we did it about nine years ago but it was worthy of a comeback. And your life is not what it was nine years ago, so everybody fix on your own life right now, okay? And let's just say this jar is a representative of your life. You know, these little things in here are representative of your life. In fact, um, you know, stuff like um, uh, playing nine more holes of golf, you know, um, uh, staying up too late, uh, playing, uh, what are those games called? Glitzy, glammy, bejeweled, or whatever it is. Um, uh, you know, the Candy Crush, um, uh, Facebook. Oh, wait, no. Facebook. Um, it, the. <laughs> and, and so, you know, none of these are inherently bad, but they, they are a part of your time. They are a part of what you're doing with your time, you know, the books you're reading, uh, the, the stuff you're doing, how you're going to spend your summer. So it is, is this, is, this is your time. You know, then there's some stuff that is a part of your life right now, like murmuring, complaining, um, I don't know, uh, fear, worry, uh, anxiety. So there's, there's all kinds of things we give our time to. And, um, and what I've found with people is that, you know, um, yeah, that last stuff, we don't want to give any time to that. But, but there's things that you do that are just, they're just fun and they're not inherently bad. But there's also like bigger things in your life, you know, like, um, if you're a, a Christ follower, you know, this is, this is an important part of your, your life. Oh, wait, I, I don't even know if I can get Jesus in there. Um, and, and, you know, like, and, and maybe your family, and you, if you're married, your spouse, and if you've got kids, you've got kids, if you have um, uh, a church you love, your church, your, sm your small group... 
Uh, And you start to realize that as you start to add the people that are important to your life, there's not that much time for them because you're just jammed. And there's something really important to begin to notice is that if we actually have priorities, we can make playtime possible. You know, I, I wonder about the life that we want to live and if we would actually say that we would put first things first and our priorities would actually show up first. And we would say, well, let's make God first. And um, in the morning before I go and do all my jazz, I'm just going to begin the morning by saying, God, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you. I have breath in my body and that you've given me talents and, and grace and that Jesus died for me and, and that I am, I am held and I, I have everlasting to everlasting. And then, and then you've given me some special people, you know, like Scott. Thank God for Scott. He, he's a big rock in my life. And, and, and my kids, and they're just, they're awesome. They, they are part of my, my journey. I want to thank you for them. And, oh, maybe I should spend time. Oh, you want me to spend time? Oh, you want me to call that? one today? Okay, I'll do that. And, and yeah, and, and then my friends that have been with me all these years, and they have been so good to me, and I probably should have them over for a barbecue. And, and, and yes, and the, you know, the people, the people that um, are in my neighborhood, I actually might have time for them too. You want, oh, you want me to specifically to reach out to those people across the street from me. And then there is the, the beauty of small group in my church life and and I have room for that and and now I wonder if I could get on Facebook and see my nieces and nephews and just send them a little shout out and say hey oh I lo- look at how big she's getting or or people from the church that have just had some kind of monumental thing and I can talk to them and and yep, yep, not going to play golf, but I will go to the beach and, uh, and definitely going to spend just time walking. Like, I actually need to walk and move my body. And yeah, I got time for that now. And I can actually have, oh, so much time. How did this happen to me? But the murmuring and the complaining and the anxiety, I might just not even need that. And it's amazing because then there's even space for things you never anticipated would come in your life. Like some serendipitous situation that happens in the grocery store where somebody needs you to stop and pray for them. And so when we think about wasting our summer, um, I want to ask you what you've been wasting your time on lately and haven't had time to put God first in the morning. Have a good conversation with God. Like God gets your first words. You know, like you don't even pick up your smartphone till after you've talked to God. That you actually are talking to God about your day. Like I'm, a, I'm about to go do this or that. You know, Martin Luther said it this way. He said, you pray, let God worry. And what's fascinating is, is that when we put first things first, because there's a lot of times I'll hear people say, well, I just don't have time. You know, my life is so busy. My life is so big. My life is... Well, one of the things that I've found, and maybe some of you others could say that it, the same thing has happened to you, when I take time to talk to God first before I talk to any other human beings, it's amazing what I have time to do. 
In fact, one of the things that Scott and I are committed to is the more complex our day is, the longer time we spend in prayer in the morning. Not saying, oh, well, we better, we better just hurry up because we got so much going on. No, it's like, actually, it is so complex that if I don't talk to God about this, it's going to be a bad day, right? So there is something about putting first things first. In fact, I, oh look, I, I did it. I could lift those rocks all by myself. Yeah. Are you proud of me? Yeah. Here is what Matthew 6, 31 through 33 says. So don't worry asking what shall we eat, because that's a rock. You need to eat. You got to go, you know, you got to get to the grocery store. What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Yes, you do have to clothe yourself, right? For those without faith in God run after these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek, can you say it with me? But seek, when? Seek, the kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. So think about it for a minute. What do you seek first? What do you seek first? What do you talk about? What do you spend your money on? What do you pursue? Just think about that. What do you seek first? And if you don't know, ask somebody who lives with you. Right? If they know the first thing you do in the morning is pick up, you know, the bad news or look at social media or uh, whatever, even work out. Just, just wonder, what, what do you seek first? So I know so many people say, I don't have time. I don't have time to pray. I don't have time to read scripture. Don't get under condemnation. What I'm saying is if you do that first, you'll find you have more time. You're eating, you're drinking, you're wearing the stuff in your life. It'll start to actually just fit in. And then you can, you know, when you seek something first, you can also decide what you don't want to seek better. Like you don't want to seek pleasure that isn't godly or you don't want to seek people's approval. It's like, oh, no, I was with God. I already know he loves me. I think I'll let that go, right? If we seek God first, we actually discover what we don't want to seek at all. Psalm 119 says, I will seek you with all my heart. Don't let me stray from your commands. See what happens? The word seek is really about priority. Like, I'm after you, God. And when I'm seeking you, you know what? I'll say, yeah, I really don't want to do that. That's like, that's going to break my life or the life of another person. So, uh, Proverb 28.5 says, those who seek the Lord will understand it fully. Could anybody use some understanding? Right? I mean, yes, two hands up, I'm with you. And that is the reality. We need to understand some things. And seeking God first is where it's at. It is the gift of this summer. So I'm going to ask you to stand with me. And I'm going to invite you this summer to actually find yourself a jar Put your own big rocks in it of what is first, right? And then add, add your pebbles or your sand or whatever and keep it as a reminder, you know? Keep it as a reminder and say, I don't want to waste my summer. I don't want to waste my summer. <clears throat> so um, honestly, there is a part of summer that um, has so much space and grace and and yet, uh, we all still have to go to work. Everybody, everybody's still going to work. That's one of your rocks, 
one of the big ones. You got to go to work. And here's our reality. If we woke up in the morning and maybe hit our knees before we hit our passcode, you know, or maybe we actually said, you know, God, I, I really want to know what you're up to today. Because I, if I first of all think about what I'm facing into, I'm either scared, anxious, you know, jacked up, running at 100 miles an hour, worried about things that don't matter, right? And there's an invitation to slow it all down. That actually with these 100 something something so many seconds, um, we have the ability this summer to choose love. And how many would like more of that, right? If we, if we sit down and we say, okay, God, if my life is from everlasting to everlasting, then let this summer be a day. Let, let this summer be days and days and days filled with asking you, how do you want me to spend my time? So together, God, I bless um, these words that we're about to sing as we go out. And I pray that we would hear them with a heart that seeks you. That each and every morning we would say, don't want to waste my life, life, life. I want my minutes to be filled not with pursuit of money or, or fame or checking out, but a summer seeking you. God, would you grant that for us? Would you remind us? Would you remind us of this little jar? Would you remind us of what matters to us? Would you give us the grace all summer long? 136,900 minutes 136,000 moments so dear 136,900 Season in a year, in daylights, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee, in inches, in miles, in laughter, in stride, in one hundred thirty-six thousand nine hundred minutes. How do you measure a season in a life? How about love? number our days. Thank you for this uh, encouragement today that you gave to Claire to give to us to start off this summer series, to not waste our summer, not waste our life. I speak a blessing over my friends, a blessing over every minute of their summer. Help us to be the kind of people that have an intentionality when it comes to the treasure of our time and the life that you've given us. We pray and we bless every moment, every uh, piece.
piece of recreating every part of our relational world, our work, the things we put our hands to, our families, all of those big priorities, and certainly most importantly, our relationship with you. We place those before you, and I bless my friends as we go into this summer. Lord, teach us to number not only each day, but every moment. And we ask these things in the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Be blessed, friends. Have a great week.